everyone. Welcome to another episode of Copy That. Today we talk money, finances, personal finances. When I first started the show, I was thinking this would be a great show to talk to a much younger me. And when I was in my 20s, I needed a lot of help in the way of finances. Um, I made pretty good money. I had a regular corporate job and then I did some creative stuff on the side and I took basically all the money that I made in the corporate world and funneled into the creative stuff that I was working on. And like a lot of people, I think that's the case. But as a result of it, I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about my money and what it was going to do to help me later on in life. And um, my hope today with today's episode, talking with Kristen from decodedfinances.com, is that we will get some better practices into our lives. Uh, This has been a huge one for me, absolutely huge. And uh, today we're going to talk with her. She's going to give us the lowdown on a lot of things. And she is a financial coach, not a financial planner. They're very different. Um, There are emotional stories that we're telling ourselves, narratives that are tied with our view of money. And Kristen's a person who can help you with that, um, help you uh, get to the nitty gritty of your, your finances. So Let's talk with her. She's going to give us the lowdown. Her website is decodedfinances.com. I'm going to put a whole bunch of links. She's got resources for us and just a lot of great stuff. So if you haven't taken a good hard look at your money, um, now is a great time, especially because the whole world is different, right? And I feel like I'm finally coming out of my cocoon. Here we are week five. Uh, This is going to be with us for a while. We're going to be doing this for a while. So it's it's kind of interesting to evaluate a lot of things. And I think this is a perfect time to evaluate our money and talk about it. So here we go. Kristen, give us the lowdown. Kristen, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I really appreciate it. What are we supposed to do with our money? <laughs> well, hi, Dan. I am so happy to be talking to you today. Um, what are we supposed to do with our money? Well, right now, that's a big nothing. <laughs> So if we're talking about in this moment, we're just going to like pause and everybody just kind of hunker down because things are crazy right now. So I'm, I'm telling everybody like, let's just get down to the bare bones and see what happens when the, when the dust clears in a couple of months, hopefully. Yes. Okay. But yeah. like you, yeah. you have um, such a, so, so from a creative point of view um, mm-hmm. in my twenties, I was not great with money. And in my 30s, I was better, but not amazing with my money. Right. Um, So, Uh and I didn't even think about reading a financial book or any any kind of uh, resource because I was just like, Mm -hmm. listen, dude, I got to just try and get through this and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm trying to to be creative and I'm trying to put things out into the world. Do you have, what can you do? What are we supposed to do? How how do Mm -hmm. we introduce me? into this, into Mm -hmm. this world? What does that look like? Yeah. Oh man. If I could just like talk to every person in their twenties about this world and give some advice. So there's a few basic, just basic pieces. And one is, um, if I could talk to myself 20 years ago, because I made big financial, uh, choices slash mistakes in my twenties. Um, I would just start with avoid debt. Like Mm. that's the big, that's, that's like the big one is people take on so much debt in their twenties. That's just going to stay with them. But then my other big piece of advice that goes with that is if you've taken on big debt, 
then all is not lost and don't just give up on it. Because that's, that's really what I see happening is people take out these big student loans. Someone tells them somewhere you're never going to pay this off. Or you're going to be paying this for 20 years to so just get on the minimum payment. And then they are just walking around with uh, this debt, just kind of hanging on their back for a lot of years. So um, I would say to anyone who's just even getting started in this journey that they can be a human who gets out from under this thing. And it just takes some like really, really simple practices like budgeting. So I, I would really tell someone, you know, let's learn how to budget. This is a really, really good skill that anyone can learn, avoid debt. And then the other big piece that I'm going to tell someone is start investing early in a Roth IRA, like really, really small. You don't need to be throwing huge amounts at it, especially, you know, if you're young, but if you can start throwing a little bit of money into a Roth IRA regularly, you can pretty easily be a millionaire by the time you retire. So yeah. those are some, those are some great tips. So what is the, I mean, I don't know if you've, if you've made any financial choices like buy a used uh, Geostorm and, <laughs> and drive it around and think you are cool in it and pay uh -huh. basically sticker from a used car lot and, uh -huh. then, uh -huh. and then blow that car up and then still have to pay for it. Uh -huh. I don't know if you've done anything like that. <laughs> but, um, and I mean, I just, I'm picking, you know, examples from anywhere, nothing. Sure. Specific. Anyone could do that. Anyone, anyone could do could that. that. Specifically with a ground <laughs> effects stories. package. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much, yeah. yeah it's an every man kind of story. It's, it's an every man kind of tale. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> but, but when people say the word budget to me, I would just be like, you are yeah. giving me hassle, bro. What's, right. what's the deal with you're saying budget, but I think what you're saying is take your freedom and throw it away. Yeah, so totally. What is yeah. what are some ways like? Because I, I I think that like definitely in the last year, like we started doing YNAB. Um, that mm, you need a mm -hmm. budget. We started using that, yes. and I absolutely love it. And awesome. yeah, I find it super easy. But what what do you mm -hmm. what do you um uh, what helped you? Um, I I don't know if you've have you always always been on this uh way of thinking about your money and and oh, what was the thing yeah. that that yeah so so let's start there have you always been here thinking about your money this way yeah no 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 i was a financial disaster financial disaster um and my husband and i had been married for years had kept separate bank accounts because i didn't want him to see how i spent money i was carrying around seventy thousand dollars of student loan debt so no and I, I did not grow up in a family that budgeted um, or taught me how to budget, which I think that's actually quite common. So I, like you, um, thought that budgeting meant the end of all fun and the end of like getting to do what I want when I want. And so, no, we the reason, whole reason I started this is because my husband and I were at a Star Trek convention away from home <laughs> and got a phone call that our hot water heater was shooting out water everywhere and it was going to be $600. And we looked at each other and said, well, I guess that goes on the credit card. And so we sat down at dinner that night sharing an entree because we couldn't afford our own and just realized we have to change this. Like we have to figure this thing out. And we're, you know, both in our thirties and had never done this before and just dug into it. So, um, yeah, oh, no. I know I haven't always been doing this. Um, and, but what I, here's what I learned is that when you are clear on what you really want, like what you really want. And, you know, my dad always, I grew up with a dad that said discipline is remembering what you really want. Um, once you can get clear on that, then budgeting can actually be very fun. It doesn't have to be a big old bummer because it's not like, oh, I should do this. I should do this. It's like, no, 
I'm clear that what I want is a thriving marriage where we're not stressed out, where we both get to order our own entrees at dinner, you know, whatever that looks like. And then once you figure out what you really want, um, then you can build a budget to throw your money at that. So it is not about denying yourself at all. In fact, it's about throwing your money at, you know, what you want most in this world. So it always has to start with that. It can't ever actually just start with budgeting for the sake of budgeting because that is boring. But budgeting for the sake of creating the life that you most want is really exciting and really freeing and really liberating. Mm, yeah, no, no, that's great. Now, in terms of, of how, how should we be doing this? Is it just a ledger? Is it working with our financial institution? Is it what, what, are, what are the ways that we can jump into the, something like this? Yeah. I mean, that's the hardest thing, right? People oftentimes know they need to budget, but they don't know how to get started. So I think that the first thing, like the most important thing to do, I mean, you can do this at home, but the most important thing you need to do is just take a crack at a first budget. So that's just like, you can do that on a spreadsheet. I have, I have a spreadsheet that actually, if you go to my social media, I shared it. Um, so you can get it, you can just download it. And so the first thing you do is just get really, really clear on your numbers, what's coming in and what's going out. And even if you don't know exactly, because most people, if you say, what are you spending on restaurants, they're going to shrug their shoulders, but you can just take a stab at it and begin to look at what's coming in and what's going out. Mm -hmm. And then there's some really simple ways that you can take a look at your expenses so it's not really overwhelming. You you can break it up between your recurring bills, your day-to-day spending, and then finally the things that you want to plan ahead for, those big whammies that can kind of kick your butt if you don't plan for them. Mm. So if you begin to divide things up like that, um, then it can just make it really simple. And then, yeah, a software like you need a budget or every dollar or mint is going to be a great way to just start using this thing. The other thing is you said avoid debt. Now, when you say, uh-huh. when you're saying avoid debt, what are you meaning? I mean, it sounds like it's pretty simple when we're talking about like, don't run your credit cards up, but I feel like most people know that anyway. Yeah. But, but even, yeah. even if they're not doing it, they know it. They've been told that when you, when you're saying avoid debt, what is that? What does that look like? Um, yeah. What, what are some big uh, pitfalls that we can, we can make sure we don't, we don't do? Well, I mean, there's so many different kinds of debt. And I think, you know, we're told this story that like, you'll always have a car payment, which just doesn't have to be true. So basically, anytime you owe money to anyone else, um, and I, I, I take the exception with mortgage debt, I do think that's, you know, that's different. Right. Um, but anytime you're borrowing money, and you're saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay you back later, um, that is basically just kind of um, really going to mess you up down the road because all of your income, all of your paycheck is going to go to things that you've already like spent and enjoyed before. So yes, I would say car payments, of course, credit card debt. I'm even like student loan debt. I really don't want my kids taking out student loans. Um, And again, only because I'm deep into my thirties and um, just trying to get free of this thing that, you know, when I went to school in my twenties and went out to happy hours with my student loan money. So I would say student student loan debt is a big one that I'm just anything that we can do to help our help our kids avoid that is is great. So I'm not militant on it, but I just say like, hey, this is going to avoid some pain down the road. Um, So whatever you can avoid borrow and even like borrowing money from friends and family. I really don't think that's a great idea. That can be really, really tricky. So borrowing money just creates can create a lot of headaches. Yeah. So is it just like mm-hmm. buy smaller plates and and think through um, having less on it, or is it do you, do you find it's just like uh, keeping that goal oriented kind of 
uh, lifestyle. Like, like I really love that. Uh, mm-hmm. Discipline is what you really mm-hmm. want. I really like that. Uh, mm-hmm. What are what are the? I feel like so much with money, especially with me, was like some sort of emotional connection and some sort of interior yeah. story that I was uh-huh. doing that was kind of driving my money into places. Um, and mm-hmm. even still does, even still does. So mm-hmm. what is it about oh, yeah. the emotional connection, um, to cash and, and to, well, whether it's stuff or, or even if it's given mm-hmm. it away, cause there's, uh, I think we, we give a, uh, I give a good chunk of money away, mm-hmm. um, every mm-hmm. month and I like that because of the, the story, it, the, the feeling I get and the story that it's, it's reinforcing for me. Mm-hmm. What's with that emotional connection and how do we realize it for bad things? Cause I, I feel like you know, we don't all get that budget class and mm-hmm. growing up and then mm-hmm. you're like, okay, so I'm in college and I have a cell phone and, yeah. uh, and then happy hour central. So what, what's, what is with that and how, how do we counteract mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, first of all, anytime we make a purchase, we're solving a problem, you know, what, and, and that oh, wow. across the board, we, we okay. only buy something because we're solving a problem. Um, and you know, there's like that, the external problem, which is like, you know, I'm buying, I don't know, a lawnmower because my lawn is overgrown and all of that. But really, um, there's the external problem, but there's also like an internal problem. That external problem is making me feel some way. You know, my external problem and my lawn being overgrown is that it makes me embarrassed about my lawn, makes me feel ashamed. So I go buy a lawnmower. And so I think that if we could tap into when we're making purchases, just taking a beat and saying, okay, what is the problem I'm trying to solve here? How am I feeling? And how do I think that this purchase is going to solve that problem? A lot of times it doesn't actually solve the problem, but it, it can feel like it does in that moment. So if we can just begin to create a rhythm for ourselves, um, and, just, and it's, again, it's not about it's like stopping all spending, but it's figuring out what am I feeling right now? Is this the best way to solve this problem with this purchase? And you know, even just with what's happening in the world right now, I find myself going onto Amazon a lot more than I have in a long time because I'm home and it, you know, it's lonely and it's scary and okay, how can I make myself feel better with a purchase right mm-hmm. now? So I think just tapping into like, what is the problem I'm trying to solve right now? Um, and then there's just this other piece of it, which is doing a little bit of inquiry work on who am I becoming? Who do I want to become? Uh-huh. And as we can do that work, what are, what are my values in life? What are my principles in life? And how do I align my money with those values? Because um, most of the time we don't do any of that work. And then again, yeah, we're just spending our money randomly because we don't. It's just almost unconscious spending. So my goal is to move unconscious to conscious. Again, not halting, but just getting clear about why we're spending. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. Okay. So, so with that kind of, I really like that, but the problem I'm trying to solve and is this purchase going to, going to solve it? Who am I becoming? One of the ways that you help bring people to, to what they're becoming and, and identify that is through, is it, mm-hmm. do you do weekly calls or how, how does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I coach people, um, we start out and just have a 15 minute conversation like that's, that's where we can just kind of figure out, all right, what, um, what's happening? What do you, what do we need to solve and just make sure? Um, yeah, I just love to see what's happening. And then once we do that, we do a, I do a two hour jump start session with everybody. And that's where we actually just have that initial, Hey, this is how you budget. Let's take a look at your income and your expenses and get really, really clear about where you are. Um, and so we just, that's a real basics conversation where people can kind of, again, just like jumpstart into clarity around their numbers and how to budget. And if they decide they want ongoing coaching after that, 
um, you know, they can choose like, do I want to have four months or seven months? Just kind of depending on, you know, what they need. Yeah. What their area of need is. And so for the first month we meet every week, cause that's all about, let's get your budget up and running. Let's troubleshoot it. If you're struggling with any kind of, you know, motivation or just even technical issues, we, yeah, we do that every week. And then after that we meet twice a month. And so I find that that's, that's really, really helpful to, you know, to get people up and running, but also to kind of let them start to feel empowered and take the reins on their money, but on there for accountability, support, and then again, doing all of that work on let's get clear about your values, let's get clear about your money principles, um, and just we can do that work together and see how their money lines up with that. Great. And then uh, once you're up and running, what kind of what kind of time is that? Do you think that the average couple is going to spend on their money uh, monthly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one. So yeah, it takes a little bit of time to get up and running. One to just like dig into the numbers, and then two to learn a new skill. That takes a little bit of time, but then once they're up and running for the average couple, I find, you know, there's usually one person, a couple that loves creating the budget and tracking it and all of that. And then there's one person that's like, uh, I, uh, you can just tell me, <laughs> tell me how it's going. Um, so, but usually like one person can create a budget in, you know, half an hour, like create their monthly budget. And then they're just tracking periodically throughout the month. And then the couples that I work with, we really talk about, okay, how do you set up that monthly budget meeting where you guys are talking about money, where you're talking about what, what do you want? What do you want to be spending your money on? How's it going? Um, so it's not like a hard, you know, okay, it takes this much time exactly, but it is not getting control of your money is not a time consuming thing. This is not like, Oh, it's going to take hours and hours every month. This is just about building a basic habit into your life. That's going to help you feel, you know, strong in every area of life. And so it's easier than an exercise regimen. Definitely easier than an exercise regimen. I, I've been able to get on top of a budget. I have not been able to master the exercise regimen okay. in my life. <laughs> so, yes, yes. I mean, it's, it, and I will be honest, it can be harder just on a heart level because like you, like you said earlier, there's, there's all kinds of stuff that goes into our, into our spending and identity stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it definitely is doing like good, deep work that needs to be done. Um, but as far as time and just intensity, no, it's not, it's, it's not very time consuming. Gotcha. Now, do you have a special name that you call that monthly meeting with your spouse? Cause we call it state <laughs> of the union around here. Oh, um, state of the union. Yeah, we're yes. Like, well, what's our state of the union for the month? But... Yeah. 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 Ours, we call the council of Elrond because we are Ooh, Lord of the Rings people. You guys are yeah. so much more fun than me. <laughs> That's amazing. That's crazy. So there's just decisions to be made. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do, I mean, but does Gimli show up? Like, yeah. Any of yeah. That? Gimli's trying to like break his axe on the ring, yeah. and yeah, it's all. It's a. It's a very exciting evening around our house. <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> it's a James Newton Howard score swells uh-huh. as you uh-huh. play. Yeah. It's, be- it's all. Yeah. All oh, very inspiring. Wonderful. Yes. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> okay. So. A couple, so so it's baby steps. It's a little bit of reading. I find like because you you kind of at least I I, I was like I, I'm one for research. I'm not one uh-huh. for making a spreadsheet, but I am uh-huh. one for doing some reading. Um, yes, that that because I'm I'm not the one in our uh, relationship that enjoys making the the budget. Uh, my wife sure. does. She's very good at it. Yeah, and uh, uh-huh. and then I had to learn that it wasn't. Um, there is that weird thing that of just like this person's not against you and this is not against yeah. and that that's kind of a tough 
creative i i feel like so many mm -hmm. I mean, that's not every creative but i do feel like creative personality tends to lean like don't limit me you better not limit me mm -hmm. i don't want oh, any yeah. limits and you're uh -huh. i'm a peacock i need to fly yeah. i'm a special unicorn yes. absolutely yes. absolutely yeah <laughs> and then and then realizing like um i think probably the biggest well what are, what have been some of the biggest uh presuppositions in your process i guess of Mm -hmm. of, of coming away with like i thought all people who had all their money together were this way but it really is not mm -hmm. that way. what it what is mm -hmm. has there been anything like that that has really like thrown you for a loop well i think the biggest thing has been you know i thought that people who had all their money together had this like magic source of complex knowledge like mm -hmm. i that's what i thought is like someone else has learned something um, that is like hard and complex and they're super, super disciplined. And I have, and that has shifted for me where I realized it's actually something else. It's really, really basic. It's really, really simple. Um, this is not, this is not complex knowledge. So what I've one learned is that having your money together is for everyone. So I'm not sure that totally answers your question, but that's really important that like, this is, this is like for everyone to be able to, to, to be able to get in control of. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was like, you know, kind of, uptight and no fun and you can't do cool stuff anymore and i'm telling we have had more fun since we've been doing this one because we're just less stressed out there's there's not a wall in our marriage anymore that there was before where we didn't know how to talk about this i was you know ashamed you know in most marriages like i said there's a you know, it's the, the terms are kind of like there's a nerd and a free spirit mm -hmm. so like the nerd loves the spreadsheets this free spirit is like don't don't even get me close to that and so and my marriage, I'm the nerd, my husband's the free spirit, but there's also a spender and a saver. Mm -hmm. um, and those don't, you know, and so like I'm the spender, I spend a lot of money or want to, and my husband's the saver. So I think that uh, I just totally lost my train of thought, but I think that I've learned that this can actually be super, super fun and getting control of your money can be a blast. Cause you, again, yeah, you're not, you're not stressed out anymore. And or you, there are stressors, but it's not this, it's not right. this cause there's like a divide in your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the one of the bigger ones for me was was finding out like that you just make a plan but usually everybody like they put their bu money in their buckets but those buckets mm -hmm. swap out mid-month. Like yeah. Like that oh this ran over and something came up mm -hmm. and, like I I thought like oh okay once they set this plan this plan doesn't divert and and I Yeah. and then hearing like oh you're really good with your money and it, you haven't had a budget go exactly the way you thought ever like ever yes. every month ever and yes. that was like very freeing because i was like oh i'm not a screw up on this all this stuff totally oh i'm so glad you mentioned that i'm so glad you said that because yeah a lot of times you know it's like okay we're going to spend exactly 500 dollars on groceries this month and then if you haven't done it if you've gone over or anything then it, it, a lot of times like this it's like oh i failed at this this doesn't work for me but instead, if you can build in like like what you're talking about is, okay, where, how do we adjust and how do we calibrate? Because it's got to work in real life. Unexpected mm -hmm. things happen. And so there has to be a beat where you get in like, all right, what do we need to pull from another bucket? What do we need to adjust? How do we need to like basically get this even again? Um, but but I, I often say to my clients, like, I don't need you to be perfect in this. Please don't. But if you are intentional and you continue with intentionality, you're going to be so much further down the path. Than where you started so it's all about yeah. intentionality it is not about perfection budgets are a messy business <laughs> they can right. be especially right now they're a really messy business but they should be like alive and well 
where you're adjusting and, and calibrating based on real life hitting. Right, right. Yeah, like we, one of the biggest things when we, we first started was finding out like the story that the money told us after the fact was just like, Mm, while we spent mm -hmm. because we you know we ate out way more than we thought and yeah like 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 a hundred percent more like we were like oh we probably Mm -hmm. spent like a hundred bucks or or maybe a couple and it's fine and it was like no 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 but you're way over that we're like two three hundred percent over that it was like Mm -hmm. oh what and then we had to go back and look why is this so out of whack and it was like oh my wife's family came into town and that and so there was that and there was you know, somebody had a birthday, and so and so it was like, okay, I'm, this make is making more sense. So even though best intentions are happening, mm-hmm. just you you can't, you know, somebody's gonna have the, that. My kids will do the whole like, so I have a project due tomorrow, and yeah. um, <laughs> it's six thirty. So <laughs> what? How are we doing? It's like, oh come right. on, we're going to the dollar store. Let's do this. Um, yeah, or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty yeah. wild. So so we can we can check you out at your website at decodedfinances.com. Mm-hmm. You you're mm-hmm. coaching people. This is a great time um for, you know, I feel like so many people are saying, you know, like you've got you've got more time and to do different mm-hmm. things, but I think this is a this is a great time to stare at that closet that's full of receipts mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that um that area, you know, what's that one new habit you're going to build? during this time yeah I keep thinking about like like not i'm gonna write my novel and everything's gonna be better and my life is gonna be perfect what's just mm-hmm. one thing and i think this is a this would be a a great moment uh for people to give you a call and to mm-hmm. uh you know talk and do you do it on skype or do you do it phone or how to do, how does how does the coaching work yeah we do it all over zoom calls um, okay. yeah, so it's all yeah it's all on zoom i you know i take care of making sure everyone has the zoom link they need and all of that and and yeah, you're right. Now is now is such a good time to be doing this. Like the world is really, really unpredictable. And um, and if there is just one just new skill that people can walk out of where they feel really comfortable, comfortable and confident in managing their money, um, that feels like a huge, a huge win in this season. I think that we're all um, kind of transforming right now. We're all kind yeah. of <laughs> like cocoon experience at home. And so it's just a really great thing to think about. All right, who do I want to become? Who do I want to be on the other side of this thing? And if people want to invest just a little bit of time to learn this skill and to do it with someone, like that's the biggest thing. You know, when Joey and I first started budgeting, our first three months were a disaster. Like it was just a disaster. And so to have someone to walk through those like, oh, that didn't work. Uh, That Let's see, what can we learn from that? What can we adjust from that? It's just really, really nice to have someone – yeah, walking with you. So that's a great way. It's a great way to spend the time. So yeah, it's all on Zoom. Um, it's really easy to book online. If you visit my website, you can you can set up that 15 minute call where we just kind of talk about what's going on. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is a great time. This is a great time to be doing that. And if there's one thing that I want people to hear is that there's hope when it comes to money. There is nothing that can like sap hope more than when people feel like out of control when it comes to their money. But especially right now, know that um, things are going to get better, things can get better, and this is a thing that people can get control of, for sure. Kristen, thanks so much for, for talking to us about this, because I think it's it's such a such an important thing anyway, and it's it's one of those foundational building blocks that helps everybody kind of fly higher. This is so good to talk to you, Dan. This is awesome. Big thanks to Kristen for being on the show and all of her wisdom and sharing with us. Make sure you check out the show notes, grab the resources that are available to you from her, um, sign up for her email newsletter, take her up on a 15 minute consultation. 
this is a great time to start some new things. It's also uh, a time to do a lot of evaluating. So I think that it doesn't get much better than uh, talking about money in that time. So with that, check out the show notes. Um, also, if you are an organization or a nonprofit that is trying to figure out what to do right now, I've offered uh, an hour of consultation uh, during this time for uh, somebody if they want to take me up on it. Links are right on my website, portnoymedia.com. Uh, I'm trying to help out as many people as I possibly can. This is a crazy, crazy time. And uh, I think we need to be here for each other. So take me up on it or just shoot me an email, dan at portnoymediagroup.com. And uh, let's uh, get on the phone or the Zoom or the whatever. So that's it. And that's it for us today. So thanks for listening to Copy That. Uh, Tune in next time when I'll say something probably silly. All right. Well, I'm Dan Portnoy. Have a good one and be safe.